0: hope oh, she recorded live.
1: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome, welcome to T25CL Galaxy Talk Radio. You are here at Rosalind's Corner, as you know,
2: and we are going to have a great time tonight. You know what's going to be
1: really special tonight? Uh, it's just going to be uh, something that we all would love to hear about on relationships. Okay, but before I start, you always know how I like to start my show. Start my show out, talking about our wonderful company, how great our company is. We are a very innovative company. We're a global platform for pay-per-view distribution of independent music artists has been established, and even I invite you to go to our website at www.t25cl.com and visit our independent artists listening to the sampling of their music. Support the independent artists. And even if you are independent music artists or film, come to T25CL. We are the place to come to get all your talent heard and seen on a global scale. That's what we're about. I mean, we have a wonderful concert that we're going to be having a film And we will talk about that later because it's almost ready to hit the theaters. I'm so excited. We are doing great, great things here at G25CL. And we just welcome everybody who comes on board. We consider everyone who comes on board and has a positive input. We are all family. We are all family. All right. So ladies and gentlemen, tonight I am going to introduce this gentleman who is my guest and a couple other people who are going to be on board as well. But tonight, my friend, he has a book. He's an author, and we're going to ask him more about this. I'm not even really going to give a big introduction to him because I want him to really just explain himself, (laughs) okay, everything he has when it comes to relationships. His book, kings, and queens, valuable relationships are built by valuable people. Mm, That's a mouthful, y'all. That's a mouthful. How do I pick the right person? Why all the problems in relationships? Why is love, what is love? Real love. And how can I make my relationship successful? And we are going to touch on each of those topics because I know that he has a great, great deal to tell our listening audience tonight, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the stage, my friend Johnny Legrand. Welcome, Johnny.
0: Hello, Rosalyn. Well, how are you doing?
1: I am doing quite well, sir. Quite well. And we also have on the line Miss Tiffany Rochelle. Miss Tiffany, welcome. Hey, hey, everybody. Hi, All honey. right, for Having me. All right. Very good. Thank you for coming and sharing. Okay, so what we're going to do, I was like to start it out, you know, before we even begin and get really delve into what our topic is, is relationships. Tell us, uh, Mr. Johnny Legrand, where and why did you begin, what you're doing, because not only are you an author, but you're a musician as well, correct?
0: Yes, I am, yes. Tell us about that. Well, well, here's what happened. Uh, Back in 1984... Uh, me and my ex-wife separated, and she uh, said, uh, one of her uh, last uh, comments was that I didn't know anything about women. Well, I had been raised by women, my mother and my sister and myself, and I was married for 10 years to her, so I, felt, I thought, well, I should know something. But I said, well, maybe she's correct. Maybe, but I may not know, but I can learn And so that's what – basically, I started a a fascination with relationships back in 84, and it's been going till today. So whereas the uh, experts, uh, the masters and the PhDs, they go to school for a certain length of time, and they're finished with it. Well, I've been in school all this time, and I'm still going, and I'm still learning. And I have some rather uh, unique views on relationships, and I think I touch on things that uh, a lot of people – forget about, which are the basics of relationships. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's what got me into relationships, and I really became obsessed with it. That's the number one passion of mine is relationships. And uh, like, for instance, there's more relationship information available to everyone than at any other time in human history. Never before has there been so much information available. But at the same time, more relationships are failing So what is that about? Why is that? And I think that question needs to be answered. It begs to be answered. So that's what I've been trying to do is put together information that is not, quote-unquote, metaphysical or, uh, you know, ephemeral or whatever it is, ethereal. I want people to look at things exactly like they are real things, substantial things, and make decisions based on those observations.
1: All right. Well, let, well. Let me ask you something because, uh, like I asked you, you are a musician. Now, I know that it, it seems like there's two different there's two different lanes that you're 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 um, going down. Um, being a musician, tell us how that impacted your life into wanting to jump over into the stream of relationships and dealing with that.
0: Well, um, I started playing music a long time ago, and uh, it's always been a, an interest of mine. Uh, it's always been a, somewhat of a passion of mine. Uh, I'm not just a musician uh, player, per se. Uh, I went to UCLA for songwriting, and that's what I like doing the most is writing songs and performing. I like uh, entertaining audiences. Mm-hmm. Uh that's something that uh I have relegated to a second position behind the relationship information I'm dispensing because I believe the whereas you know there's a lots of tons of music out there tons of good music out there there's very little good information on relationships and so that's what I want to do is uh see relationships are too much of an investment to fall apart. You invest everything in a relationship. And if it's not for the long haul, for, for, for life, for, you know, uh, I have a saying, real relationships never end. And I don't mm-hmm. think they do, not real ones. If, if, by the virtue of the fact that it ends means it wasn't a real relationship for whatever reason. Well, so but, I'm trying to give people information that will make their relationship a real relationship that will last until they die, till one of them dies.
2: Okay, That's what I'm I, have, I have a question on that. Yeah. <laughs> so you're saying that any relationship that ends is not real at all,
0: by virtue of the fact that a relationship ends. It wasn't what it was supposed to be, or it wouldn't have ended. Oh, um,
2: okay. I, I I can understand the 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 thought of that. I think I probably well, have a little different view a different view on on oh yeah, what I that understand. means. But yes, I'm sorry. Don't interrupt you. Go ahead.
0: Continue. No, no. Uh, I <laughs> I feel fine with you interjecting your uh, thought on that. I have no problem with that. I. uh... I've noticed people who have been married like 50 years, 60 years, Well, I've noticed two things. One is that they get to the point where each one will take a bullet for the other one, if it's a real relationship. And the other thing is they don't end. Only death ends those relationships, sometimes not even death. Hmm. And those are real relationships. See, I'm not talking about putting up with someone for 50 years. I'm not talking about that. That's not a real relationship. I'm talking about one where you thrive. It it makes you grow. It satisfies everything you need. Those are real relationships. Uh, I work for a couple now. I'm a caregiver part-time. And uh, I watched their relationship. They've been married 54, 55 years. And so... All my things that I was talking about was, for the most part, theoretical until I went to work for these people. She's 75, he's 76, and he has Parkinson's. And I I, I come in there, basically, I shadow him around to make sure he doesn't fall. That's what I do. And these people are such wonderful people. You know, it's... I feel I don't feel like I'm going to work at all. I feel like I'm going home. I like I'm home. This is where I should have been. And they make me feel so appreciated like I've never felt before. And I love them both. I love her and I love him. And they really have a great appreciation for me also because they see that I'm taking care of them uh, sincerely. So I would listen to them on a daily basis the way they interact with one another. And they're, they're, I, 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 I sit them in the kitchen so they can eat, and I go in the TV room to get up. You know, I want to be out of their way. And they sound like a couple of teenagers in there. They are having a great time at breakfast. And they always, I've never seen them mad. I've never seen them, uh, like, like when she goes out and comes back from her errands, they're glad to see each other. I've never seen anything like it in my life. And I said, there it is. That's what I'm talking about, that real relationship. And most people have never known and will never know that because they, they don't want to do what it takes to make their relationship real.
2: So my question for that is, have you asked them about their history
0: before this, this point?
2: Because... Oh,
0: I've asked them so many questions, so I know they get tired of me. Well, see, guess... it's, like a, it's like a case study. I'm like a case... This is like a case study for me. They're in a club with 12 other couples who have been married over 50 years. This is not unique to them. This is, the way, this is normal for them. That's not unique. And To me, it's very unique, because I don't know many relationships that last that kind of length of time, almost 60 years. Well, and I asked I mean, them about I asked them about things all the time. I asked them I asked them this question. I said, "Have you guys ever had a major fight or an argument, major argument?" And they both looked at me with this puzzled look on their face like, "Why would we want to do that?" And I knew the answer before I even asked because they are not the kinds of people to argue and fight. They're not of that substance, and there's
3: the but, difference.
0: But but, but you know, thats that's a rarity. I mean, but there that's where everybody's relationship is supposed to be, and if that means yeah. you have to be that, you be that. Supposed that's, to be—that's that's the key. It. That's, that's... Key. Well, well, hold on. That's that's the key
1: word right there. Supposed to be,
3: uh-huh. but not.
1: It, but is not always the case. And even though couples will argue or you know fuss and fight and all that good stuff, but
3: all um, that is not necessary.
1: The end, but at the end of the day, when it says you know like the, like the word says, don't go to don't go to bed angry or you know with wrath.
0: Exactly. I,
1: I mean you 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 think that they they a couple will talk it out or or they've come to a
0: decision, or they've come no, to... No, I'm not to, saying they um, agree on everything, but they haven't had a major, uh, with that shouting and arguing and fighting and not speaking and all that stuff, they don't do that. They're not those kinds of people. That is. The,
2: the that, that huh? They're definitely very fortunate, and, and I would dare say, like Rosalind said, that it's a rarity. Not that I'm disagreeing that that would be an ideal, um, relationships with most people, but the the reality is there are so many differences in people that that one is is rare. I mean, I can speak from my own personal experience. My parents have been together almost fifty years, so my parents uh-huh. are still together. Now they've been loving, they've been argumentative, and now they're coming back around to loving. It hasn't been a matter of tolerating; it's been a matter of people change and grow and they become different. So I would not negate their relationship by saying if after 48 years or 50 years they decide to end it, that it wasn't a real relationship. What I would say is that they reached a point in their lives where their relationship together had Mm -hmm. had run its course. Now, I'm married and my husband and I have been together for almost six years and we've never had an argument. We don't agree on everything. We just been know together.
0: how long how, how long has it been together?
2: We've been together six years. And that's young. Uh-huh. I know that. But in six years, even for a young relationship to have never had an argument in your dating, in your marriage, is not is not is not a
0: common No, argument. I'm not saying I'm not saying they haven't had disagreements. But what I'm saying is see see I was raised in these kind of relationships, and most people are, where they see people fighting and arguing and foaming at the mouth and cussing and hollering and stuff.
2: No, that wasn't, I mean, again, my parents are still together, and that wasn't Uh my experience. My parents didn't argue and fight in front of the kids. Now, when we got older and Uh they were, you know, we were closer to being grown, then they kind of let things show a little more, but even then... My parents still had to have a certain respect for one another, but after you, you, especially in an old school um, marriage where they don't always know how to discuss the things that are bothering them or have gone wrong or that ha- the hurt that
0: have occurred within
2: the relationship. But okay, again, that's
0: why that's why I'm dispensing the information. I am see. Most of the experts will tell you ways to settle. They'll teach you techniques on settling arguments. They will not tell you that you don't have to argue. The reason people argue is because they want to argue. They don't have to argue. And I resent the supposition that we have to argue. That's part of a relationship. I don't I think people it. have to argue.
2: I don't think they have to argue, but I don't think that they argue because they want to. I believe oh, believe Absolutely. That- I, no, I believe that people argue. There are some people, like my ex-husband, he loved to argue. If I said black, he said white. If I said red, he said blue. And then if we were arguing about something and I and he were reaching an agreement, then he would switch sides just to keep an argument going. So there are people who like to argue. However, mm-hmm. I still believe that a lot of people argue because they they're not versed in communication. They don't mm-hmm. know how to communicate effectively. They don't know how to say what they want, but also listen to what the other person is saying and receive it without taking it personal. So a lot of arguments are because we're taking everything personally, and that's not what it's about. So it's not because they want to argue, but it's because they don't necessarily know how to again, communicate effectively what they want or be heard or hear the other person.
1: Exactly. And it's always coming down to uh, being able to agree to disagree because uh, people will take an argument. Like I said, it's a rarity when, you know, couples don't argue. I mean, even for my parents, I've, I've seen, you know, even when we were kids, we've seen them argue and, you know, and, and, but, didn't by the end of the day, um, they were still loving. They were still together. But the frustrations were released. And sometimes you have to have that frustration because in life, in everyday life, there are frustrations. There are bills. There are children. There are um, um, things of life that have to be taken care of every day. Everyday life, period right and there are frustrations there, there, are, there are frustrations hold on there are frustrations absolutely, absolutely. that come out every single day as long as you are breathing on this earth there are things and absolutely. Uh, 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 um um uh, matters of life matters of the heart that have to be faced every absolutely. single day so that. not so not being so not being able to release your frustration sometimes Uh, Even though that person may be a sounding board and don't want to argue with you, I don't want to argue, you know, the other person said, I don't want to argue, but you want to have that sounding board, and you may sound argumentative, but the fact of the matter is you're able to release that, like I said, being able to agree to disagree. Now, when it gets to an extreme, yeah, I I understand that, because a man should never lay his hand on a woman. Oh um, uh, wait a minute! Well, and, well, well. Oh, oh, wait, wait, wait! wait hold on! Minute. Go, hold on, hold on, hold on! Because I know you're gonna go there. Hold on, hold on! I know you're gonna go there. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're gonna go there. We we go on there in a minute. Um, but the fact of the matter is, um, you know, like you said, that couple that you you uh, you're caring for, and you know, they look at you. You know, well, why would you ask? Why we are? Well, you know, the thing of it is, is that's a rarity. That's a
0: rarity. Well, um, we see, are- here's what I'm saying.
1: Here's what I'm saying.
0: You cannot argue by yourself. Right. That other person right. cannot argue by themselves. Exactly. And if you decide this is, is going to get heated and we're not going there, I'm not doing that, you don't have to do it. Yeah. And most of the time right. when people argue, at least one of them is being unreasonable. Mm-hmm. These two people I work for, they're both very reasonable, and that's why they don't argue. When I say reasonable, they're able to reason on things. See, like for instance, if I put forth a, a, a preposition and you all can prove that I'm wrong or reason with me on it, and I say, wait a minute, I should be able to say, you know what, that's reasonable. Okay, I can abandon that position. I don't have to be stuck in that position just to want to be right. And that's what most people argue from. They want to be right. They don't want to settle anything. They want to be, be end up being the one who's right. And that's not that doesn't make for a great relationship. See, here's what I'm saying. You go out you, from the time you leave your house to the time you get back, going through your travels during the day, going to work, going to the store, in traffic, everything is frustrating. Everything is is confrontational. Everything is it's like a madhouse. Well, when you get home, that should not enter your house. Mm-hmm. That should be left at the doorstep for both of you. Your, your house should be a place where you go to get refreshed, where you go to get nourished, where you go to have somebody listen to your problems and, uh, and give you compassion and empathy to, to love, to hold, to nurture, to grow, to take care of each other. Mm-hmm. That's what a relationship is about. It's not about arguing and being right and, and getting out your frustrations, taking them out on somebody. It's not about that. It's not about a man hitting his wife or she hitting him or any of that. Those things should be left outside the door. You should battle with those people out there who are not your mate, your friend, your, your counselor, your confidant. When you come in this house, it should be, whew, I'm glad I'm home. Yeah. For both, of them. yeah. For both of you. Yeah. Both of you. That's the way it's supposed to be. Now, if it's not that way, there's something wrong with your relationship.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can we agree I, on
0: that? Yeah. No, that I, 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 that we agree reasonable? on that. We, we okay. agree on that. Because that's that. all I'm saying. It has to make sense. Your home should be
2: your place of yeah. refuge. But
0: yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Why you want to come but, home and argue with your loved one? Yeah. But again, yeah.
2: you know, it comes down to. Understanding, because of course I work with people all the time, and I work with women. Now I will be—I think I've said this before. I'll be completely honest: as a woman, for a long time, I didn't want to work with women exclusively. Why? Because I didn't like the argument. I'm—I'm—I'm I'm, I'm an only girl with four brothers, so I had—I was raised a lot like a man. So
3: <laughs> for me,
2: when men. When men have something to do, when there's a task at hand, when there's a situation, their first concern is how do we fix it? How do we end it? When do we, what do we do to end this, this situation? Mm. Women don't operate that way in general. Right. They want to so, keep on arguing. It, it, women are of a different ilk. We like to commiserate. So we want somebody to validate us by saying you're right. That's why so many times you see relationships, where men go, "Okay, honey," like they always say, "You just just say, okay, yes, dear, yes, dear," and that makes it right. I don't believe that that is a functional way to be with your mate. I just, no, I, don't I, think so I don't see, no. I don't see it. But we have generations and generations of teaching that this is the way it works: happy wife, happy life. Now, I do believe in making your wife happy, but I also believe in making your husband happy.
0: Yes. Yeah. Okay. Now, yeah. see, uh, you know what? You should be with the person that you have picked out of all the people on this planet to be that special person that you would and, – and that's how you show people you love them. You do things for them. They know that you would never do for anybody else. Like, for instance, I asked women a question. I say, you're sleeping in bed. Your husband comes home at 4 o'clock in the morning, and he wakes you up. He says, baby, I'm hungry. Can you fix me something to eat? Well, almost before I get through saying it, women are cussing and and mad, and it's like, God, wait a minute, you know. See, and that's wrong. I mean, mean, before you get mad, see, see, your first thing should not be to get mad. When your cousin comes yeah. home and with you up and say I'm hungry, fix you some eat. First of all, you, there's questions that need to be asked. Where are you coming from at four o'clock in the morning? Because if it's from your girlfriend's house, you go back over there and get her to fix you something to eat. Oh, come on. Okay. Now, if it's coming from he's getting home from work and he had a hard time at work and he and he get home at four o'clock in the morning, and he doesn't ask you that all the time, then you know there's a problem here. So, but you get up and fix the food so you guys can talk while you're doing it. All right. The next well, question, well, wait, wait Wait, 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 wait. The next question is: Would he do it for you? If you come home at four o'clock in the morning and say, "Baby, I, I, I'm beat. I can't go no further." Can you get him to fix me something? to eat? See what a loving husband is going to do, knowing you don't do that all the time. He knows something wrong. He's going to go in there. What you want, baby? That's the way loving couples operate. They don't get mad because you ask them to do something. They know. It, for instance, the woman say, getting out of bed say, baby, you know I love my sleep. You know I don't like nobody waking me up this time of morning. You know I don't like getting up fixing nothing. You could fix it. But baby, I love you, so what you want? That's the way it's done. That's how you show people you love them. That's the way you mm-hmm. do it. They, so it th- there's has- no question. There's no question. Now you get to be friends of an exceptional caliber. And that's where you want to take your relationship to, one where, no, we don't argue. We don't fight. No, they don't cheat on me. I don't cheat on them. That's my buddy. That's my friend. You're crazy. <laughs> See, and most people don't enjoy those kind of relationships because they won't do what it takes to, to to get there.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, you're here at t 25 Cell Galaxy Talk Radio with my friend, Johnny Legrand, and it's getting ready to get hot up in here. We're going to take into some more topics because... Uh, <clears throat> We're going to talk about something else here. But we first of all, we have our our friend, Ms. Sandra Hernandez, calling us all the
4: way from Georgia. Hello, my sister. Hi, Russ. How are you? Hi, everybody. Hi. Hi.
1: Hello.
3: How you doing? Good, good. <laughs>
1: well, um, I know you tuned in and you're hearing everything that's being said with, with relationships. Um, yes. I'd like to chime in. I know you might have a couple of questions for Johnny.
4: I have something to say. Um, I agree with Johnny, if he's the main speaker there, (laughs) because I don't like to argue. Do Mm -hmm. not like to argue. And um, I feel like it doesn't solve the problem. And there's a problem, obviously, while you're arguing. So what we need to do is find a solution and fix it. And, um, you know, people look at me and they say, you're a beautiful woman, and why are you single? Because I am not going to go to bed frustrated with my spouse, and um, you know, because people love to argue. And I do not like to put my head in a Mm -hmm. pillow after you've been going off at the mouth without control. When you read Mm. the Bible in James, it says if you cannot bridle the mouth, your salvation is vain. And, um, and another scripture says, study to be quiet. And I have, you know, I met a wonderful guy in New York at one time, and he was wonderful, very generous, you know, would take me on trips, would shop, take a suitcase of clothes for me, loves me. But I said, I could never be with you because you don't know how to be quiet. He took me out to my birthday. He fostered the bus driver. He fostered the policeman. Every, all the way to the restaurant, he fussed, And I told him, I said, if you don't want to be here, I said, turn around and take me back. I said, because this is the worst part of my birthday. Oh, yeah. Wonderful guy, well-dressed, well-groomed. But I will not be with him because he cannot control his mouth. And if you cannot control your mouth, you will not control your hands.
0: You said said something very interesting. You said you don't like to argue. Mm -hmm. Now, almost everybody I've talked to says that. We all say that we don't like to argue, but we end up arguing. But we end up arguing.
4: Yeah, I'm not going to do it. You have to have one of the fruits of the spirit is temperance, self control study to be quiet. I'm not going to argue. So like somebody just said, I think it was you, Johnny, you said, um, it takes two.
0: It takes, it takes
4: two. two. Yes. And when the arguing starts, I am going to be quiet. And you can't argue by yourself. You either walk out, close the door, it, do something, right. but I'm not going there with you because, see, I'm a, and I'm talking too. also from the minister's side, but I'm a human. Okay? And if, a life and death is in the power of the tongue. And I cannot speak life after I don't curse my, my spouse, <laughs> curse my family, you know, and I'm not talking about profanity. I'm talking about speaking negative, yelling and screaming. It takes so much unnecessary mm. energy away yes. from you. It takes yes. energy to do that stuff. And I feel like just calm yourselves down. It's not about who wins and who loses here. It's about solving a problem. So let's find the solution. So I will get it back over here by saying this. It takes maturity. So when you mature, okay, you will say, okay, when you, you would tell, you can tell where that, that um, argument is getting ready to start. You can tell the thing is building up. So somebody got to be quiet. And when well, yeah, you're quiet, that. you begin to say, okay, if you've got to wait an hour or two, say, okay, this is the issue. How do we fix it? Sometimes it's just by saying sorry. Somebody might do something stupid. Just somebody, humble yourself and say sorry, because love suffers long. It's not about winning. Love is kind. It wants it not itself. And love never fails. So if you be but patient, see, love is also patient. If you be patient... You know, and just wait for that fire to you know to, to calm down, to blow over, guess what? Then you approach it again if it is something that needs to be approached. Because sometimes okay. it's just nonsense. You see, yeah, well, so back I, again, I feel one of the things that could kill a relationship fast
0: is I Sandra. Yes. Well, what happens I think what happens is, see, when you discuss things you can discuss things to reach a consensus, to reach a logical conclusion. When yes. you argue, it's most of the time it's just somebody wants to be right, right. And that's what I think you should do is discuss things. You, you know, like for instance, if if you're talking to your your man and, you, and he says, "You know, baby, I've been listening to you, and I'm sorry I had to say you're wrong on this." Mm-hmm. See, that that's not your key. That's not your uh, cue to go. Fly off the handle and and start hollering and uh, You always want to be right. Yeah, that's your cue to say, well, why do you say I'm wrong? Like it's like when you if you if you tell somebody, you know what, uh, you're crazy. Well, most mm-hmm. people they go off. They will go. Off, Are you quit. No, you you know. And, and and instead of saying, well, what makes you say that? Well, you were walking naked in traffic the other day. You know. <laughs> Uh, all I'm saying is you should want to see why somebody says something before you get mad about it. Is it mm-hmm. true? And mm-hmm. see, and that's what I'm talking about, being reasonable. And I really honestly believe the two things you need for people to have a, good re- a great relationship is they, both people have to be reasonable and both people have to be kind.
3: Mm-hmm. And the reason mm-hmm. I
0: say that is because a truly kind person will not do anything to hurt you intentionally.
4: That's true love. That's true. They'll, yeah, they're, that's they'll try true. to keep.
0: They'll try to keep from hurting you, or anybody else, or any animal, or anything. They're, they're kind. That's their heart. And the other mm-hmm. thing is if they're reasonable. They can come to you and say, Sandra, you know what? I've been thinking about what you said, and baby, you're right. Uh, I'm wrong on this one. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to eat it. Let's go where you want to go. To you know, oh, let's take okay. vacation where you want to take. See, and that's reasonable. And that's how things are worked out with people. That's what. That's what saves them from arguing and fighting and and yeah. cussing and. Sh- and shooting. Uh oh, and shooting. Okay. All yeah.
1: right. Ladies and gentlemen, we're here at T25Galaxy Talk Radio. What's a very interesting topic. And it's getting ready to get heated, y'all, because I have another caller online. Caller, of, uh, caller oh, there's a lot of noise in the background. Who is this?
5: Yeah, I'm on my way to San Pedro.
1: Oh. Who is this? That's Lorenzo.
5: Compton, <laughs> politics.
1: Oh, man. All right. Well, what is your question and comment tonight? I know you hear what's going on. Well,
5: I mean, You're I talking just talking about relationships. Also. I was just really listening.
1: All right. Well, I'll go ahead and let you listen in then, okay? I'm going to meet you because there's a lot of noise in the background, okay?
0: Yeah, it's real loud over where I'm at. Yeah. All oh, right.
1: Yeah. Just listen in. Yeah. Just
2: continue listening in. All right. Very good.
1: All <laughs> right. Oh, so, well, hey. Go ahead. no. Heard, Go
2: ahead, uh, Tiffany. Go ahead. Um what I heard there was two there was two things, you know, one of the things that that um Johnny Johnny was saying, it it reminded me of a conversation or a, a saying my grandfather used to say all the time. You can either be happy or you can be right. Ain't that
3: the truth? You, you
2: know, you can be mm. happy or you can be right. And that is that is definitely true. And then like I said, the um kindness is is paramount it's important but everything that's been said so far comes all the way back there were keywords maturity there were kindness loving communication and the thing Mm -hmm. that unfortunately has fallen so far down by the wayside is communication and first let's start with self-love so you have a whole bunch of people walking around trying to navigate in this world that don't have a clear understanding of one, who they are and their purpose. They don't have an understanding of love for themselves and what that means and what that looks like. So, therefore, since they don't truly love themselves, then they can't truly love another person. And half of those people are looking for a person to validate them or to prove that they are worthy, or to prove that they're loved, love, and lovable. So now you have people who fall in love, they spend this time in these relationships, and then they're in relationships because this other person has made them feel good. Now, they haven't necessarily thought about what they bring to the table or how they make this person feel. They're thinking about what they're receiving from this person. So it's like, oh, they make me feel good. Oh, he makes me feel so good. She makes me feel so good. But the moment that they stop feeling good, then all bets are out the window. And communication mm-hmm. shifts from, oh, my goodness, you just I just love you. I just love your sweat. I love your bath water. I drink it. They go from that to, what have you done for me lately?
1: Mm, come on. And, yeah. Oh,
2: and so you, you know, in order, and that's, again, that, that, that's where I come in, because one of the things I'm a firm believer in is you have to be able to communicate. My parents, like I said, my parents have been together for 50 years. They've had arguments. They've had love. They have five kids, but they taught me how to communicate. My father was an excellent communicator. My excellent, mother, excellent. My, and my mother was the arguer.
1: Mm. Right. And, well, let's you know oh, what let's isn't stop that usually right the there. case? Let's, well, wait, well, hold on. Let's stop right there. See, oh, see, see, now. You, I got this question on the board, and on the chat board, we have a listener, and the listener says, "How come women love to argue, and why do women use menopause as an excuse why they argue so much?" <laughs> well, first of oh, all,
0: PMS oh, oh, and menopause. Oh,
1: oh PMS. Well, Why is that? Because our emotional our emotions run high. But go ahead. Um, you know what? Let's you want me to tackle that one?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, let's see. This is where the women generally get mad at me. Um,
3: because <laughs> no, because
2: no, because I, you and I, you and I are on the yes. same grain. When it yes. comes.
3: Just, just go ahead. I yes.
2: am. I am not an advocate of excuses. And unfortunately, exactly. we're yes. in a society where we have adopted a victim mentality, and we have an, we have adopted a it's not my fault mentality. Dr. Spock and Doctor, all the doctors from back in the day who were telling you, oh, it's your mother's fault. Oh, you do that? That's your father's fault. Oh, it's always somebody else's fault. So yeah. it has given birth to this, oh, she's doing that because she's on menopause, and so women have adapted it okay, I'm on menopause. Now, not to say that we, there, that we don't have physical things that happen or hormones that happen during the time, because we do. But I do believe that there are a greater possibility of us controlling and maintaining our hormones or our responses during those times than we actually do. Because I know for me, I'm like, all right, I recognize that I'm a little more sensitive during this time, so I'm gonna temper myself, and then I also explain. I, I'm also willing to come back and say, "Hey, I was a little edgy right, right then. I'm sorry, I snapped at you. It wasn't about see, that. Was see, that's my wonderful. Fault. That's wonderful. And see,
3: that's but wonderful. that's
2: what we women haven't been trained to do that, and so, and a lot of times it goes back to they don't know how to, because there's there's just a, a whole lag in the education of women, of our bodies, of our purpose, of our power. And it's the same for men. But since I'm not a man, I have to deal with women. But, Mm -hmm. you know, it's the truth. We have succumbed to the weakening of our stature and our status and of who we
0: are by... Uh, Yeah, I want to touch on that too. Uh, You know, uh, I think everything really gets down to when you wipe away all the excuses and everything, it's treat others like you want to be treated. I think that rule is always enforced and it's always uh, pervasive. It, 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 it overshadows everything. That if I treat you the way I want to be sh- treated, this is going to work between me and you a lot better. See, and you can't – see, I notice – see, uh, I've, I've dealt with women who they'll come home and unload on me like a ton of bricks – but because of PMS or whatever, but they didn't say anything so crazy at work they got fired. Dude, that's all
2: I'm saying. <laughs> See, don't don't
0: treat your boss better than you treat me.
2: Right, well, it, goes, it goes back to that showing yeah. temperance and saying, absolutely. "Okay, I understand what's going on," because you are absolutely right. And yeah. but it it goes it goes to that whole family thing. It's like we take for granted what we know we have. So it's just like you will do things or say things to your family, all of us, that you may not say to mm-hmm. the, the stranger Because, one, you know they ain't going nowhere. Your brother ain't going nowhere. He may not talk Oh, no no no, 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 don't, <laughs> don't you
0: suppose that with me. No,
2: no. Don't you, I mean, you, you know, in the, most, you, what I'm talking you, about is in most cases, not all cases, yeah. but in most cases when you're dealing with family, not even, I mean, not even being just that specific you deal with your family in different ways, than you deal with people that are outside of that because there's a different relation.
0: Hey, hey Tiffany, <laughs> I went to live with my sister, and, and I noticed that after a couple of weeks or so, I said, you know what, I, I don't like the way you talk to me. I think it's very disrespectful. And her answer to that was, yeah, but you're my brother, though. See, and that's where we go wrong right there. We take liberties with the people we supposedly love. That we don't take liberties, those liberties, with anybody else. That's see, exactly It's what my, saying, it's, it's, yeah. my con- a- it's, it's my contention that you should treat the one you love, especially the one you're sleeping with, with more respect than anybody else. You should give them more consideration than
1: anybody else.
0: You should do things do. you would do for and anybody that goes, else, and
1: that goes and that goes both ways. Not only Absolutely, for the men as well. Well, let's Absolute. let's see, Sandra, Sandra, do not you chime in on on this on this point right here?
4: Oh yeah, love to, love to, yeah. PMS, menopause. Okay, I was the PMS diva. Okay, <laughs> I had, <uh-oh. laughs> I had one good week in the month. I mean my p m s was ridiculous, and coming from my island, Trinidad and Tobago, um, they never taught us about our bodies. You know uh, they felt like if they taught us about our bodies, it was as good as telling us go have sex so one of the reasons why I wanted to come to the United States is because I wanted to learn more and having this p m s thing when um, I was married, i 'm divorced now, but when I was married, it was so bad because My, um, once I was finished with that one good week in the month, I didn't want my husband to touch me. Every time before my cycle, we would have this bad argument, and I'm like, what are we arguing about? So I decided, you know what, I'm going to study this thing, and I'm going to come up with the answer. So then I realized, um, okay, it's this PMS thing. So I told him about it. I said, it's PMS I'm having? He said, no, you just come to America and you want to get with all this stuff. So I said, okay, let us look at a certain time during the month and see what happens every month. So sure enough, once I started, you know, not wanting to be touched, we will look. Um, you know, I would touch him over in the bed, and he would be like all standing up. He's ready to go. And I'm like, are you okay? Look at yourself, you know. He, um, he was ready to go. He wanted to have sex. So he, he called PMS, please, more sex, right? But I decided <laughs> I did not like what we were having around that time. I wanted to take control of the situation. It's a disease. Forgive me, y'all. I'm a preacher. God is a healer. God is a deliverer. And he sent forth his word and healed all our diseases. So I said, I'm going to take that word and I'm going to apply it to my body. But this PMS got to go. I went on a three-day fast. I prayed concerning it. I rebuked the disease. And guess what? PMS went, and when I would have my cycle, it was the most beautiful time. Um, we, we would have, we would make love whether I was on my cycle or off my cycle. It was beautiful because whenever my husband needed me, I needed to be there for him because, again, on the minister's side, the Bible said, my body belongs to him. You see, so when Mm. he needs me, I couldn't say PMS and all this other stuff and expect him to understand. And some folks have lost their husbands and their men
0: because of this. Mm -hmm. I wanted wanted to to ask you all something, you women. Uh, I've known a couple of women in the past who felt, and they felt they were totally justified in feeling this, that you had sex when and only when the woman felt like it. No. No.
2: No, no, no. No, no. That's, that's, no. that's, that's, that's supposed to be fine. Because you're that, you, no, you, Yeah. That's like you, feed, you feeding your kids only when you feel like cooking. <laughs> yeah, that's supposed to be wrong. That's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's supposed <laughs> to be wrong. No, you, yeah, no, exactly. You were there. Don't, Sometimes you got to take one for the team. Like, you know, keep all mm-hmm. fun for, happy. For but anyway, <laughs> I'm joking right now. I'm joking right now because I don't but want to team team speak like that. You know, but the, the truth. truth is this. we, yes. Part of being in a relationship is the willingness to be uncomfortable for another person. And this is It'll what I learned from one of my first marriages is that you – you know, I had a husband who I didn't have to work. I didn't have to do anything. After I had my, after I had my, my, my son, I stayed home. I had money. I had what I needed. But here was the problem. My husband would give me money. He would buy me cars that I didn't want. He would get jewelry for me I didn't like. He would give me everything that, quote, unquote, women want from men. But all I asked him for was his time. And he couldn't give it to me. So
0: why couldn't he, he give it to you, Tiffany?
2: Because that was that was his un, that was his discomfort. He was giving to me out of his excess, and that's what people don't recognize sometimes. Is you we give out of our excess. Now, when you're willing to be uncomfortable for the person that you're with, then you truly are in a giving spirit. And uncomfortable doesn't mean put upon uncomfortable doesn't mean that you, you know, that, you, that you're down, are and beaten. Me, I don't like to cook. I can cook very well. I just don't like to cook. My husband wanted me to cook seven days a week. I told him that's not going to happen, but here's what I can do. I'll cook four. That was hey, uncomfortable Timmy. for me because I don't like cooking, but I was willing to be uncomfortable right. so that I could compromise. And so I'm not well, saying all I- that. Go ahead
0: i I'm going to ask you something you said he wouldn't give his time to you where what did he do with his time
2: he 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 was a professional athlete, okay, so he spent a lot of time with 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 doing sports and then he was a coach after he stopped okay. playing professionally but uh-huh. it, it boiled down to a simple point that he thought he had gotten i was twelve years younger than him, so he thought he had gotten a wife that he could grow up, and then when he was ready. He could come back around and be, you know, that you know that that man. And I was like, no, right. you don't. You you don't get to get me and then go do something else. And then I wait for you to come back around. I don't work like that. So that's why he's enough. Right. Hmm. I, I, I can I can be by myself. I don't. I've never been lonely
0: when I've been alone. Okay. okay. Another, I mean, <laughs> another thing I wanted to ask. Uh, Roslyn, we talked. Were you? Did you want to do something else right now, Roslyn? Roslyn? Yeah,
1: because I've got a lot of questions and a lot of comments on this chat. Oh, okay, board. I
0: mean, The, the okay, chat board
1: is lit up. Okay. All right. <laughs> because okay. um, we're we're moving a little we're moving a little ahead of of, of our little chat board because the chat board says um, that women will give more respect to a tree, dog, cat, or goldfish before they give the equality to their own men. Why? But I think we we We've answered that question. But um, the caller says, I don't believe that fussing and arguing are exclusive behaviors of women. Though men, though women are definitely much more emotional, men also have the ability
0: to not argue back. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, men like to be right. We love to be right. And it's a male legal thing. <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: Yes. Yeah, see, it ain't so, but, anybody,
0: but anybody who's arguing to be right is not considering the health of their relationship. See, your relationship, you, there's three entities in a relationship. There's you, your mate, and the relationship itself. Mm-hmm. And the most important entity in that relationship is the relationship itself. And then your mate, and then you. And most people don't look at it like that. It's me first. See? But you want to preserve the relationship. You know, uh, in my uh, writings on relationships, I say that relationships are not for young, healthy, beautiful people. They're not. Relationships for young people are where you practice to have a real relationship by the time you get old to take care of each other. You know how to do it. You know how to take care of each other. And that's what I think. I really believe that's what a relationship is for. When you're young, you practice, but you have no idea what a relationship is really about. You know, I, I tell a story that uh, got me to thinking way back. Uh, I was told this story about a young man, young woman, they got married. And they had a big wedding, 22, 23 years old, in love, just, just everything is, is, is wonderful. You know, big church wedding horse-drawn carriage, limousine, the dove, just everything. And on the way to the honeymoon, they got in an accident, and he was paralyzed from the neck down. Now, when people get married, nobody ever thinks that something like that can happen. You get married, and, and then two months, your mate is diagnosed with cancer, or they get in an accident, or they're they're in a fire and their face gets burned. Or, nobody thinks like that. And those are realities. Those can happen uh, to anybody at any time. It's not all fun and games. It's not all fun and games. See, so when you have the opportunity when you're young to get into a relationship and learn how to take care of another person, then when you're older, you do just like these people I work for. They take care of each other.
1: Mm, Okay, well, listen, we got some more comments on this chat board. Uh, It's really lit up. Um, because they, they, they're they delving on, and, man, look, ladies, uh, let's just hold on to our bootstraps, because they say women are raised differently in different cultures. Many other countries are still family-oriented and not about commerce and economics like the U.S. So the women in the U.S. are told they are independent, and that is the best thing, and that they are the best thing in the world. Unfortunately, they drank Kool-Aid. So if we are to restore the family, if we are to restore the family dynamic and importance in the US, then the only thing that we can begin to recover from the from the we have to recover from the demise of the family unit. Can you hit on that? I'm going to have uh, my sister Sandra delve on that one because because you're from a, a different country, do you feel that um women in the different countries uh, treat their men or more friendly or are more caring than the women in the US
4: Yes, I do. Yes, I and, and, do. And and the reasoning is um well the way we were taught and um and the women in um we were taught to 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 love our men to be Submissive to that man um, and whatnot in the islands. And then I lived for 12 years in Belgium, Europe, and I saw the same thing happening there. In America, though, I think so many of the women are so strong, they're so independent that, um, you know, by the time they come home at the end of the day, they're working, the men working, and they might be making more money than the men. And so they felt almost, for lack of a better word, like they were the men, like they were the, the man in the relationship, and the respect for the men, um, you know, were not there. So, yes, I, I, I feel like that. And one of the things they said in Belgium, one of the um, Belgians told me, they said, in Belgium, family is more, in, family is before business, but in America, business is before family.
3: Absolutely.
4: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Yep. That's, I say, it's normal. i say one more thing. It's normal in, in, in Europe um, to see the business shut down for two weeks because that family is on vacation.
0: Absolutely. In America, mm-hmm.
4: they don't know mm-hmm. how to take a vacation really with don't. the family. You that's see right. what I'm no. saying? And,
3: you can't and, take and, a
2: vacation. And, you lose your job.
3: You see what I'm saying? <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes, yes, I definitely.
2: Um, yes,
4: I definitely saw that. Um, you know, I'm i witness to that. In Trinidad, you that man can get a hot meal every day. That woman would wake up in the morning and fix him a meal to go to work, and he's around restaurant in America. You know, if you want a meal, you fix it yourself, and the woman can cook. You know. And um, and along with that, uh, one of the things my husband and I um, did when we were married, um, it was whatever our hands found to do, we did it. If he came home before me, and I, I was just a pastor, I was just a pastor, so I had a lot of flexible time. But if he came home first, he would start the cooking. If I was home, I would start the cooking. If he That's was home, he would the washing. If yes, I was home, I started washing. Yes. We shared it because we loved yes. each other, you know.
0: Yes. Okay. One, time, one, time I, one, one, one time I read an article, and it said that the, the common denominator between uh, 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 successful marriages, successful relationships, long-term relationships, it got to the point. The common denominator was it's me and you against the world. It's us mm-hmm. against them.
3: Mm-hmm. And I
0: think until you feel that way, you're not there yet. Yeah, yeah I
2: agree. I agree. Mm-hmm. I, I heard Rosalind calling my name, and I, and I. I know everybody was. Yeah, yeah, I know. See, I I knew it was going to be a hot topic, and and the <laughs> chat board, these questions on this chat board. Oh, uh, yeah, chain. I so. just,
1: I go just ahead, want to Tiffany. say
2: something to what he just said. Is that it's funny you say that because that's always since I was young been one of. I turned it into a quote. That was my quote. Is that it's me and you against the world. I'll give you all of mine and some of my best friends. But if it ever comes a time that it's me and you against one another, I will always
3: choose me. You will always win.
2: I I will always choose me. And And that is because we should never be against one another if we're in a relationship. So if there comes a point in time where our relationship becomes that divisive, our relationship becomes you against me, trying to be right and me trying to be right and you trying to be right and we're arguing. No, I, no, I'll choose me, and that means I'll bow out because I'm not going to okay, argue I'll, and spend I'll, that energy.
0: I'm going I'm to tell you when I think people should separate. You know how when you meet somebody, two people, a man or a woman, meet each other,
3: mm-hmm. and from the
0: first time they meet each other, they're putting their best foot forward to impress the other one. They're so nice and so wonderful and everything. I think at the exact moment that stops is when you should separate. When, when, mm. you decide, when you decide you cannot no longer put your best foot forward with me, that's when you need to go.
1: I've got a, a comment on the chat board uh, with one of our, our listeners. that said, too much masculine energy in women today. It's time for women to be restored to their place of power and purpose. And I think in our ages, and and I would like for you to home in on this as well, because if we think back in the old times when our mothers and grandmothers and great-grandmothers, you didn't have all this women liberality. You didn't have all uh, what you call the feminist movement. You had women who really respected their men who taught and lived out their lives as women should when it comes to the family unit. You always had the women who kept the family together. Grandma kept the family together. Grandpa kept the family together. And each of them knew their place in the family. But what has happened? Wait, hold on. What? has happened to the family unit through the generations. And I want – go ahead, Johnny. I want you to go ahead and hit on that. And then we're going to have Chief okay. come on the line because we've got Chief on the line too.
0: Okay, well, uh, briefly, uh, I think what it started changing is the economy got to the point where women had to go out and work. It used to be mm. up until the turn of the century where men – did all the work, women stayed at home. uh, Women had three functions. One was to supply the man with sex, to have babies, and to take care of the home and help him run his game plan. Mm -hmm. That was the the three basic. And none of those are are priorities for today's woman. They want careers and every other thing. And, And see, it's not the way people are made. You know, like, for instance, uh, a woman, they say that there can be no more than one woman in a household because Mm -hmm. the woman of the house has to feel like she's the queen bee. And if a man doesn't make sure she feels that way, he's going to have problems. Okay, but on the other side... A man has to feel from his woman, she has to make him feel, I don't care what she has to do, what she, has to do she has to make him feel like, baby, you the man. Mm-hmm. Like, like, for instance, if they go out to a club and he goes to get the drinks and a guy comes and starts hitting on her. Well, what she needs to do is tell him, look, you see that guy over there? I've waited my whole life for him. I've never found anybody that comes close and so I doubt seriously if you could, so I don't want you to waste your time. He gives me everything <laughs> I need <laughs> everything we I need we
1: write that down, ladies <laughs> okay, you see what
0: I'm saying? Yes, you see what i'm yes. saying so exactly. so and, and and now when when a man feels like he's the man, he'll do anything in the world for you, but so many women are want to fight him toe to toe, equality, well, I'm just as good as you are. my opinion is mm-hmm. as good as you no. and that's not. My, That's my, my. not the way to win a man. A woman can get a man to do anything she wants him to do if she does it right.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Anything. Mm-hmm. Anything. Men want to do stuff for women. When Little boys, when they start going to school, they try to get girls to like them by going and buying candy and giving it to them. That's how mm-hmm. they start. That's the way we start. And it's just, it's just like, can you, you can't see a forest for the trees. Make this dude feel like he's the man. And if he's doing that to you, making you feel like you're the queen, and that's why I named my information kings and queens. That's why mm-hmm. I named it that. Uh, if if we go to a party, like like say we're together, Rosalind, and we go to a party and and people say, hey, Johnny, who's this woman you got with you? Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. Hey, I didn't introduce you to my queen. This is my queen, Rosalind.
4: Mm-hmm. And if the
0: girls on the other side saying, who's that man you with? Oh, that's my king. That's Johnny. And really mean it. I'm not talking about lip service. I'm talking about treating them where they all feel, where everybody feels like royalty.
1: Exactly. And you have to. And that's a, that, and that was a key word right there. You have to feel not only feel but know that there are royalty in your life. That Absolutely. is my king. That is my queen. And no one else Absolutely. is going to come between us. And that's Absolutely. how the life should be. That's how the relationship should be. To feel Absolutely. that there is no total one else commitment. around, total commitment, total commitment, total yes. commitment. But Excuse there, and
0: very few people are willing to do that.
1: Exactly. Okay. Yes. All right. We got. We have Andre Ward on the line. Welcome, Chief. Are you there? I'm
3: um, here. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yes.
5: Oh,
1: I know, I know, I know. Come on, because brother, I brother
5: McGregor, you ought to make man, you and classic form tonight, man. You, you,
0: hey, you, thank, you. It, uh, <laughs> thank
1: you. It. What, what's your, what's yeah. your name? What's your name? This is okay. This is Andre Ward, and he is the CEO of T Two Five CL Entertainment.
5: Okay, Andre Ward. Okay,
1: Andre Ward.
5: It's it's okay. a pleasure, man. I, I remember we had uh, you on know, the show before. We had another great discussion. Uh huh. That's right.
0: <laughs> all right, you guys get me room. Let me hang myself there. I, I, I know I got some controversial ideas.
5: <laughs> you got some real ideas. I think, think so. You know that uh, so. the reason why it's controversial, brother, is because our, our dear sisters—I'm going to say our dear sisters—don't want to swallow that pill, man. They, well, they,
0: it, you know, it's a reality that we all have to swallow. Like, for instance, if you have somebody, if you have someone special in your life, I mean, and, and they're really of a caliber where you don't find them every day. For instance, I, I give a, a, a scenario. If a woman has the kind of man that she can feel comfortable with her two little girls around him, that she knows she can trust him with those little girls, and that he's going to treat them like a father, not like some kind of slime bag. And she knows that he's of a caliber that if she dies, he will still raise the little girls like she would want him to. See, you don't find that every day. And when you Mm -hmm. find something of that caliber, you have to treat it as such, or you're stupid. And you do whatever you can to hold on to that because you may never find it again. Mm -hmm. That's all. You said something
5: earlier, too, man, that. It's just so easy for women to do if they could just gather their thoughts ahead of their their mouth and the things that they say. If if they just said, Okay, squash all this stuff that my girls told me to say, I'm gonna treat this man with dignity and respect, forget about how they say I should do this or that or another. Let me just treat this man with some dignity. Just like you said before, About if, if, if you went to the bar and somebody hit on the woman, hey, that's my, my man there. That's the man that's taking care of me. I mean, how come, I mean, the women maybe have to answer this, but how come, try it. Get back to the old-time
0: <laughs> religion <laughs> the when the grandmothers and the great-grandmothers, how oh, they respected the brothers. Okay, right, but, but see, the, but now, care. in, in, in all fairness, men, men acted in a way where they deserve more respect than they do now, too.
1: Exactly. Come on. Yeah. I'm being fair. I'm
5: being fair. Be fair. Okay, we got, we got to know. be Fox News. We got to be fair and balanced. Uh, uh, Absolutely. Yeah.
0: You can't <laughs> have a dude who's creeping at night and he'd expect his mm. woman to come home and expect no. his woman to treat him like a queen, I mean, like yeah. a king, right, like a king. Right. And, and you can't do that. all I'm saying is there's some people who are so special that you treat them more special than anybody treats them in their whole life, more special than their mama treated them, more special than their boss treats them, more special than their friends treat them. You treat them, I mean... Shouldn't you do that if you if you sleeping with somebody, shouldn't you treat them as more special than you do anybody else? Are more nice, special? Nice Did guy, anybody man, else it's, treat it's, them? It's
5: the nice guys that get dogged out, man. no, it's
0: nice people to get dog dogged out. Nice women too. Nice women too. It's not just men. Not up just up the men. Clothes, I so
5: it's people. not
1: yeah, but it's not just men. But okay, let's remember I asked you this question too, Johnny. Remember I asked you this question too? I asked you, because I I know I heard this saying before, is that you will know how well a man will treat you by the way he treats his mother.
0: Absolutely. Uh, no. The way people treat their parents, women and men. Men The way people treat their parents. Women treat your parents. You know, if if a person isn't going to treat the people who love them above all other things that would give their life for them, if people aren't going to treat their parents with a certain amount of respect and dignity, how do you think they will do that with you? Mm-hmm. They can't do that with you.
1: Uh Sandra, I would love for you to, for you to hone in on that one.
4: Um definitely, I believe, you know, you can tell by the relationship um, with a man, you know, and his, you know, and his parents or a woman and her parents yes. and um, how she would treat, her, um, you know, how she would treat her, her spouse, you know. And um, I feel like, I feel like women today, right, I feel like, you know, you have to first love yourself. And if you don't love yourself, you cannot, you know, really love and respect the, your spouse like you should, you know. And um, and sometimes women are too much in a hurry, you know, the feel that that clock is ticking and they got to just get somebody quickly and they get somebody and make a mess of their lives. Wait, mm-hmm. know what you want, know what you want, know yourself, know what you're looking for. And if somebody comes and approaches you, they might have planes and they might have all the money in the world. But if that is not what you're looking for, say, I'll pass on this one.
3: Yeah, one.
4: No. Uh, yeah, no. I'm not alone. I'm it. And another thing, don't settle. Don't, don't, don't settle. Don't just get yourself in because, you know, of that time clock. And then another thing is sometimes because of the past hurts, People don't know how to divorce that person in their mental capacity, in their, in their spirit, how to divorce that person. And so you transfer all of that anger, arguing, disrespect, to a wonderful person that you might meet. So you have to know mm-hmm. how to
3: oh,
0: get no. healing no, no, no. for
4: yourself. You have to know how to love yourself. And if I okay. love
0: myself, Sandra? uh-huh. Okay. Sandra, let me, let me ask you this. In order to love yourself, and this is what I think a lot of people fall down today, they fall down on this point, to love yourself, don't you have to act in a way where you can love yourself? Of course. Of course. And most people aren't doing that.
4: Yeah, and let me say this on that note there. When you love yourself, you make a decision within yourself what you're going to allow, what you are going to entertain, and what you are going to reject. You make a decision. I I love myself, so I choose to be forgiven. I love myself, so I choose to do unto others as as I would have them do unto me. Because at the end of the day, and I always tell people this, I go by this strongly. I am not responsible for how you treat me, but I have to give an account, and I'm responsible for how I treat others. And, and, Absolutely. and if I see I come to you and I'm treating you right, and all I could get is venom from you, I'm going to withdraw myself from that environment.
3: Absolutely. Because
4: I love me, and I'm not going to allow you to trigger off ugly for me. I'm not gonna be ugly. I'm gonna be wonderful. I'm gonna be God fearing, and I'm going to be sexy. And I'm not gonna let you <laughs> rob me of my femininity. I'm not gonna I let you it. make all of me. I-, I can't do it. Yes, I'm a pastor, but you know, I I can't let you rob me of that because I love me, and at the end of the day, I have a responsibility to to, to God to-, to 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 show forth His love. Through me, in me, and through me, I got to love myself. And sometimes right. we do take the right. time to really work on us before we attempt a relationship. Very
0: good. <laughs> All right.
4: Miss Tiffany, I know she, I heard
1: her
2: yes. on the chime yes. Go ahead, Tiffany. I, uh, I, love, I wanted to ask you, uh, do you, agree with, you, do said.
0: you agree with what's being said, Tiffany?
2: Uh-oh, that's what I'm answering. Um, Santa, I love everything you said, and it's true. But what has been my experience because as a coach I hear the word love self-love thrown around so often and what many people don't understand is the absolute number of people that are walking around damaged and with dented and wounded and killed Mm -hmm. self-esteem and they have been raised in conditions where people told them that they aren't anything that will never be anything they've had things happen to them in their life where they feel the shame and the guilt of what they've done or what they've experienced is so great that they can never be loved or be lovable to somebody else so then they can't imagine loving themselves so until you talk about the root of why they don't love themselves
3: Mm-hmm, you can't mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. tell
2: them, you know. You have to love yourself so you can love somebody else. Because it is true, they need to love themselves. But it's not just a snap of a finger kind of thing, you know. When I look at, when I look at, um, different people that I've worked with and the things that they've been through, some people just naturally have this thing in them that they're not to be broken. Their spirits not to be broken. They're going to love who they are no matter what, no matter who told them they were nothing. But they're a rarity. They're in the minority, the majority of people who have been experiencing those things are damaged, and sometimes mm-hmm. they don 't even realize they don't love themselves. Mm-hmm. They think that loving themselves means being mean to other people and never letting anybody yeah,
3: them. never that. letting
2: anybody hurt them. so I love me so you can't you can't get close to me you can't hurt me when in fact, if they love themselves
3: mm-hmm. and they
2: trusted that they mm-hmm. were worthy, and they trusted that they were lovable. They wouldn't have that worry because they were right, love, saying love attracts love. If you really are love, you're going to attract, you're going to attract the likeness. Exactly.
3: Mm-hmm. And you exactly. know how
2: people feel about themselves. This
4: is so true. You know how people feel about themselves when you see how they treat other people. The scripture says you love your neighbor as yourself.
3: So the way yes. you
4: treat me, that's the way you feel about yourself.
3: Mhm. Yeah. So it's
1: always it's always a degree of when you when you speak of I'm gonna love myself, gotta love myself before I can love anyone else. There's always a degree of of uh how you are gonna love yourself, like Tiffany was saying. You can love yourself so much to the to the fact that you're selfish with it. And so you don't Boy. wanna be that way because you're saying you're saying, um, like Sandra was saying, you want people to love you love you as, you know, like Loving your neighbor, you know, as you would love yourself. You want them to treat you like, like you in know, like-minded. And so when you're talking about the love, the love, just the word love, it can be taken to such a vastness
3: oh, yeah. and
1: degree of, of of you know, saying it because you can just spew the word out. Oh, I love you. Oh, I love
0: you. Oh, well, I degree, most don't even know what that means.
1: Exactly, exactly, and to the degree sometimes you can just say it so far from the very depth of your soul, your mind, <laughs> and your heart, to say, oh, my God, you know, I love you. I Rosalyn. love you. I love you. And so there you yeah. are, you know? Hey,
0: Rosalind. Yes, I have are. a friend, and she was with this guy. And this guy went through a thing where he was saying, "I love you so much, all the time." I mean, all the time. Where it was like, just her telling me about it was nauseating, you know. Mm-hmm. And but the, now, see, here's the problem. He would say that all the time, but he would turn around and holler and scream at her. Oh,
4: see, see, uh, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. The attributes, the, we ought to know the attributes of love. We ought to study on love and know about love. So when I learn about love, so when we are confronted with love, we will know. And when we are confronted with, with, with some conceited person, you know, or some selfish person, you know, we know right there, okay, that's not love. And I don't hey, care Sandy. what you have, I don't care. I know. This is, I, I am looking for love. And I know and love that Sandra, of
0: love Sandra, yes. what
4: is love? What is love, Sandra? Well, first of all, on the minister's side, love is God, God is love. love is love love is, 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 is not just an emotion, okay? Love is not selfish, love is kind, love is patient, love is temperate. You know, this is love and and, and when we truly feel. That, okay, like for instance, love will make, love is not selfish, and love will make a sacrifice for love. Love will make a sacrifice for love. Let me explain that. Okay, on the minister's side, because that's who I am, God so loved the world that he gave his all, his only begotten son. And if I love myself, If I love myself, I would want the best for myself. And if I love someone else, I would want the best for that person.
1: Okay. Mm, Okay, go
0: ahead, ahead, Johnny. Oh, no, I was just going to say that, uh, you know, people say that uh, everybody has a different definition for love. But, see, I don't believe love is that intangible. I believe love is as real as the chair you're sitting on, the, the, the phones you're talking on. Love is real. In fact, it's so real till a lot of times when everything else is, goes up in smoke, the only thing left is love.
3: Mhm. Mm-hmm. You know,
0: people can be young and beautiful, great bodies, great faces, but eventually that's going to fade. Yes. You live long enough, all that's going to be gone. You can have all the money in the world, and like during the depression, people lost all their millions of dollars. You can lose it. You can you can be the smartest person in the world and develop Alzheimer's. The only thing that remains when everything else goes up in smoke is love, and that's how real it is. So when people talk about well, love is different things and different people, I see they don't know what it is. I see that. Okay, now. Yes,
1: yes. Now, what I wanted before we our show because we are definitely over time because this is definitely a hot topic. I mm-hmm. want to, I want to, I want to cover because there was another thing that you and I were talking about that we we started frizzling with the hairs and whatnot. Okay.
3: Because right. we
1: talking about equality of a man and a woman. Ew. Come
0: on, you know All I'm right. gonna hit you with it. Go uh, ahead. Okay. Uh, the, okay. See now. Uh, and ladies, and, see, and I, I do believe that's one of the problems in relationships is the equality, quote-unquote, equality of women. Because you will I not clear
1: out for just a woman. You would not open the door
0: just for a woman.
3: Tell us in no, no, okay, see
0: that's, that's part of, see, that's part of the problem. See, now here's the way I feel. Now this is just okay. me. Go ahead. Uh, women are saying, I'm equal. Okay, if you're equal, act like you're equal. Don't expect me to always pick up the check. Don't expect me to always kill the spiders and all that if we're equal. Now, if you need me to do that for you, then you got to give me my props. That's all I'm saying. You know, when we go out to a club and somebody says something funny to you, you can't turn to me and say, you're going to let him talk to me like that if we're equal. No, I'm not doing it. Uh, just like opening doors uh, on Facebook, a bit, there's been a couple of uh, things said, like one was that women uh want a guy who get down on his knee and propose to them. That's the kind of guy that that's what they believe in. That's what they want for them. Well, I I don't believe in that. It, it see see, most people don't even know where that came from. Right. Where a man getting down on the ground like that, groveling, <laughs> it came from uh European royalty. When the king or the queen comes in the room, they're better than you, so you cannot be eye-level with them. You have to be lower than them. That's why the the thrones are always up high, so they're above everybody. And you bow before the queen and all that. See, that's where that came from. See, So that has no place in real life. That's born of something else. See, that's not not even a romantic notion. That's like like a a, a class thing. I'm better than you. Now, one lady said, we had a discussion on Facebook about this, and she said, well, why can't we both get down on our knees and propose to one another? And Mm -hmm. propose to one another. See, now, I find that totally acceptable. But when we... We're not going to make me the flunky so you can be equal. And what I mean by that is, Rosalind, you go out with your girlfriend, Tiffany, Sandra, you guys go out with your girlfriends. Everybody does their thing and and they have a good time. But you can't ask your girlfriend to pull out a chair for you or open a door for you. You're not going to ask them to do that. Can you open that door for me? And you stand there empty-handed and you you feel they should. When I go out with my buddies, I ain't asking no guy, can you open that door for me or pull out my chair for me? Because we're equal. Now, if we're not equal, I say I, can, I say I can have it either way, but not both ways. I love pulling the chair out for a lady. I love opening the door for a lady. But she has to act like a lady, not like another guy. Hmm. We're not, we not equal. I'm, uh, if we get into something, I'm your protector. You got to depend on me for certain things and, and man stuff. It got to be man stuff. And women want a guy they can depend on like that. Well, you can't do that and be equal.
3: Yeah. You know, just
0: like just like opening doors. I wrote an article on my blog about opening doors. Women want a guy to open doors and stuff for them. I'm not the doorman. Here's how I feel about that. <laughs> no, no, let me finish. Let me finish. I don't let me, let me finish. <laughs> I will open a door. I will pull out a chair for my lady, my special woman, and she will deserve it. I'm not going to do it just because she's there filling the space. She's going to deserve that. See, this is my lady. She treats me with respect. Oh, hey, baby, let me get that chair for you. Hold Let hold, me hold, hold that door for you. See, I'm I not going to run all over town opening doors and pulling out the chairs. Now, here's what I feel. <laughs> if You, as a woman, want somebody to pull out your chair and open your door. You find a good man, and you treat him good so he'll want to do that for you and hold you as special, and he'll do that for you. Don't ask me, a total stranger, to do that for you. I'm busy doing that for my woman. Now, that's how I feel. Okay,
2: Tiffany. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. I'm thinking, I'm, right. I'm just I'm just taking it all in cuz I heard I heard several different things. And mm-hmm. so I was just processing them because I, I I know for me I've never wanted to be equal to a man. Oh, um, I love it. And yeah. because I enjoy being a woman, I enjoy everything. I mean, shouldn't you love being a, a woman? Of but course. Because, 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 oh, yeah. Yes. I I think huh. sometimes we We get too caught up, men and women, in these titles and in these roles. Right. But we get caught up in the wrong part of it, meaning, you know, I've never had a man get down on his knee to propose to me, but I've been proposed to more than once.
0: Is that something you wanted?
2: That that, that doesn't work for me, but there are women who that's what they like. So it's up to her and her man to have the kind of understanding that if he's going to be with her, he understands that's something that she would like. That's something okay. that, would her it. Feel, that, it. that would make her go, that would make her, you know, go. I don't think that if your man is on his knees that that means he's groveling because oh, yeah. then, because then either one of them has the wrong idea of of, of who we are because if a man okay. ever got on his knees in front of me, you know, I'm not. I'm not going to automatically look at him and be like, okay, that go ahead, dog. Like, no, that's that's not it. And no, so all I'm you, saying is,
0: if you, if you want feel that,
2: that way, no, if you feel that way, then that's no. not for you. But you, oh, you mm-hmm. need to choose a woman who is okay with that, and then also, the but see, you got to make the
0: guy want that. You got to make him want to do that. But, but, so you don't get it.
2: Dis- no, this is again. But some making, some men making are, people uh, do stuff. I'm not. You know, I'm not into making anybody do anything. That's always yeah. a firm rule of mine. I don't make you love me. I don't make you stay. I don't make you do anything. You're here because you you decided to be here. So yes, my actions of being a woman that's intelligent, that's considerate, that's kind. I, I always think about my man, but I'm also firm in what I'm not going to do, and I'm also clear that that's not for me. But because I'm so clear, then I'm always able to get more than, just because I don't send my man through roots.
0: Mm-hmm. If you don't do they, that, they, you got that's 80% of the battle.
2: Is there certain things that he wishes that I did more, or would like for me to do more? I'm sure, but because I hold <laughs> myself in a certain way mm-hmm. that
3: that yeah. my that
2: my eighty that my eighty twenty is is the true eighty twenty. He's getting eighty percent, and the twenty percent he's not getting, he all right with because the eighty percent eighty percent is strong. Because I don't think anybody's ever one hundred percent. Nobody's Nobody. Right, right. your relationship. Right. So, but yeah, all equality, all... equality is not a reality. I think balance is more likely.
0: Absolutely. You know,
2: balance is what you strive for. Again, I think I you have. I you, think you... I have a guardian angel. Like my 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 husband is my guardian angel, and like we we. What, the, how much
0: just, is that worth to you, Tiffany? How much is that worth to you? It's priceless.
2: Because I have it's peace pri- of mind. That's what I'm saying. Oh, it's priceless. I'm,
0: I'm, I
2: mean, I am loved beyond measure. And yes. that. And, and let me tell you, the funny thing to hear me say that, my husband, I don't think, has ever brought me flowers.
0: Wait, wait say that again. I
2: I, I, he has never brought me flowers.
0: Is that something you'd I like need, him to do?
2: That's not. No, it's not necessary. But I'm, that's okay. the point that I'm getting to. You know, a lot of times that we get caught up, especially women, in this idea of romance and this idea of what a man should do based on somebody else's fairy tale.
3: If I was listening
2: to that, I would miss out on this perfectly good, fantastic husband that I have because that's not him. That's not what he does. He's not social. He doesn't do those things. But he does all of the things that complete and make me whole.
0: Wonder. I had another topic I had another topic that we were discussed and it was should you wear sexy lingerie for your man just because he wants you to? Why not? Well you'd be surprised the number of women I said, Oh that all that ain't necessary. It is if you here here's, here's
2: the thing, is the difference between necessary and and obliging, like Everybody, mm-hmm. to be, everybody what? wants isn't, to be appreciated. Do you want to be appreciated? Isn't, isn't husband, that part of being a woman though? My, my husband, it's part of being a man or a woman. My husband. Is I mean, not, not I mean, dressing up in lingerie lingerie. and stuff. I mean, not necessarily. Not necessarily. You do surprise okay. a number of women that don't wear matching panties. Yeah, I didn't
3: want to do
2: it. But that's not them. It's like it's, there's, there's men who wear boxers and there's men who wear briefs. Does that okay. make them either one, either one less sexy? No, that's just not.
1: They prefer briefs than
2: one person.
0: Tomatoes products.
2: and tomatoes, potatoes, <laughs> and, potatoes <laughs> right? and potatoes. That's what not
1: that okay.
0: is. Okay, here's,
2: here's all I'm, I'm saying. Here's all I'm saying. Silky balls is, is, all is I, just I, the
0: way I'm here's, here's what I'm saying. If you don't wear sexy lingerie for your man, and that's what he wants, you know that might go on for a time, but... If they haven't, like and I draw this, this uh, illustration, if they in the office, you know how people talk in the office, and, 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 he, and, he, and they come up on the subject of sexy lingerie, and, and the guy goes, well, my, my wife would never do that for me. Well, one of those little young, juicy, tender little office workers is going to lean over his desk and whips, whisper in his ear, I'll wear that for you anytime you want. You just lost the battle, lady. You just lost that battle, and that's I the way it works.
2: That goes back to knowing who you're with and appreciating it. And you are right. Unfortunately, I know lots of women who decide that once they get the man, oh, I got my man. Then they don't comb their hair, they don't wear makeup anymore, uh, and that's why you go out and find somebody work. else. And that's not. I don't think that that's fair. <sighs> I'm, I I no, believe that's not in fair. the same the same bait you used to get me or That's this film is the same bait you need to keep on using all the way through, Yes. No? That's exactly yes. the way I'm saying. Well, well, when I yes, feel yes, you're
0: yes. not showing me the appreciation that I'm showing you and that I deserve, we got to call this off.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, today has been t 25 you Galaxy Talk Radio here at Roswell's Corner. We have gone definitely over time because <laughs> this is a hot topic. We got that part two. We got that part too.
0: Hey, Robin, can I let everybody know where to get in touch with me if they want to ask sure questions can. or get some more? Awesome. They sure can. It, as yeah. my, blog is, my blog is johnnylegrand.blogspot.com. That's got johnnylegrand.blogspot.com. Got and you it. can go there and get all my information. I have some very interesting articles. So you'll find them very interesting.
1: Very good. Very good. Well, Miss Tiffany, thank you so much. You know we've got to have part two, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. Yeah. Let's do it. too much. Hey, lady, too much. ladies,
0: it's been a joy to talk with you. I, I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Yes,
1: and Sandra, thank, thank you me. for calling in all the way from Georgia. We really appreciate oh, your yeah. time. Wonderful. I look
4: forward to part two. Wonderful. Yes. I enjoyed every one of you. Yeah. <laughs> yes, okay.
1: so we are definitely going gonna to wrap this up right now because we are going to, uh, over time, we got conference calls coming up and, and just busy, busy. But, look, ladies and gentlemen, tonight you've been here at T25CL Galaxy Talk Radio here at Rawson's Corner talking with my brother, Daniel LeGrand, on the hot topic of relationships, kings and queens, yes and no's, equality, balance. Come on, somebody. This has got to go on to part two. Maybe
3: tonight. Absolutely. (laughs) Maybe. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, uh, Chief, do you
1: have any parting words for our listening audience tonight before we wrap it up?
5: Oh, it's it's been great, and I really appreciate everybody who's, who's come on tonight. And it's a great topic of conversation, and uh, it's been good. Actually, it's will be part three because we've already had one before, and this is two oh, tonight. Yeah. And so yeah, that's three that's right. be next time going <laughs> to just, just lead into four, five, and six and seven. Yeah,
0: so. I look yeah. I look forward to it. Well, I'm gonna good. say good night, everybody. Yes, I'm gonna we're gonna say good, say good night. night.
3: So
1: listen, everybody, we have a great night and. Uh, you can go back and listen to it uh, within a couple of hours because this show has definitely been recorded. So oh, cool. we're going to say count down 5, four, three, two, one.
3: Good, good night. night, everyone.
1: Good, good night. night. Good, night. Oh, good night. Good night.
3: I'm dead politics. <laughs> <laughs>